0: Yo, what's up? I'm Sammy and Deal, CPA, creator, producer, and your host of the Dominate Your Dollar podcast. This podcast is designed to empower you with the knowledge of money and how you can make it work for you. It is my belief that the only way we could put a stranglehold on our finances is to educate ourselves and take action. Gone are the days where you get your tax return and you wonder where all your money went. Gone are the days where you try to get into investing and give up because the jargon was way too complicated. Gone are the days where the conversation that surrounds money gives us anxiety. And gone are the days where we look at those with financial freedom and think that it will never be us. It's time for a mindset shift. It's time to take control. It's time to start dictating what our financial future looks like. You are now a dollar dominator. Let's Go. Hey, 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 what is going on? This is your host Sammy and Dio CPA. Welcome to another episode of Dominate Yo Dollar. This is episode number 5. Before we get too deep into this episode like I usually do, I want to say you can find us on Twitter at DYD Podcast and Instagram uh, at Dominate Your Dollar. You can also search us on Facebook for Dominate Your Dollar and you'll find us there. All past episodes plus more will be on the website at DominateYourDollarPodcast.com. And if you have any money questions whatsoever and you want to answer on the show, you can email me at Sammy at If you like what you hear from this episode, please share it with your friends and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, all right? Chances are if this message is resonating with you, it will resonate with someone else, all right? So make sure that you share the wealth so that we can all prosper out here and dominate our dollar together. So welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode. Um, today I want to talk about, man. I really want to cover living beyond your means, right? So uh, we always hear that you always hear from a lot of uh, uh, personal finance gurus um, that you need to live below your means, right? Now, what does that mean to live below your means? It means basically that. You know whatever money you're bringing in, you're not spending all of that, right? So um, there's something called like the break-even point, right? If you're if you're bringing if you're bringing in, let's say you're bringing in two thousand a month, right? And you spend that two thousand, you're pretty much breaking even. You're living within your means, right? You're actually living right there within your means, right? Now living below your means means that whatever you're bringing in, you're spending way below that, so you have money left over to either save for an emergency fund or, you know, for anything else, right? So that's what it kind of means to live. That's the simple definition of living below your means, right? So today what I'm going to do for you, I'm going to give you five ways to know that you may be living beyond your means right now, right? And I don't say these five things to make you feel bad, to make you feel guilty. I want to just say these five things to kind of just wake you up, right? To kind of say, okay you know, let, let's, let's start changing these things, right? So again, these are five signs that you might be living beyond your means, right? Now, these are not surefire signs. These are not um, definite things that say, hey, you are living beyond your means. These are just signs that that may point to the fact that you are living beyond your means, all right? So let's hop in. Number one, number one sign that you may be living beyond your means is you don't have a budget, Right now, I've been preaching budget since I started this podcast. I've been always, always, always talking about um, the importance of budgeting, the importance of knowing where your money is going, the importance of having that stuff written down. Right? If you don't have an active method of monitoring your money or how you spend your money, you are likely living beyond your means. You are likely, you know, spending more than you're making. Right? You likely are. It's very, it's very possible that you are. Whatever you track will improve. Whatever you are actively tracking, whatever you are, uh, you are seeing. Hey, you know, I made this much, much this month, and I'm, I'm going to spend this much this month. You know what I mean? You're actively using that as your, uh, as kind of like your guide throughout uh, the month. Then this is very likely that you, you won't be spending beyond your means, right? Especially if you stick to that budget. Right? So if you're not if you're not really analyzing your money on a monthly basis or on a, on a periodic basis, it doesn't have to be monthly. On a periodic basis, then you are likely living beyond your means. Right. Okay. Number two. If you have a credit card balance, it is likely that you are living beyond your means. Right. So there are many 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 reasons why you could have a credit card balance. Right. But most of the time. It is because you couldn't afford something, and you needed it at that moment, right? It's convenience, right? Um, you couldn't afford something, so you charged it on a credit card, right? Now, if you're using credit cards in case of emergency, which is a big no-no, you know you shouldn't. If you have a, if you open up a new credit card, never, never have open up a new credit card because you want to open, you know, just in case. You know, you fall on rough times or anything like that. It just, it just that you're just asking for a big snowball effect of, you know, late payments, um, you know, interest, all the things that happen to you, right? So you never want to get a credit card for emergency pur- purchases, right? And you also never want to get emer- uh, a credit card for impulse purchases, right? If you do not have the money, you need to uh, create the habit of finding a way to... To either plan to make sure that you have that money when you need it, you know, uh, aka having a budget, right, or you know, just creating the habit of not, not just of, of, of delaying that gratification, you know, the marshmallow test that we've talked about in previous episodes, right? You don't need it right now, but if you can just delay that gratification, you can save yourself a lot of heartache in the future, right? So that is another uh, like another big sign to show that you you may be living beyond your means. If you have a credit card balance, that's that's a that's a huge tail sign right there, you know, in the past you have used the credit card because you wanted to get something that you necessarily couldn't afford at the time. Right? Now when we do these things, we always say, Hey, I can you know, I can pay it off later, I can pay it off the balance later. You know, if you're not using the credit card if you're not using the credit card in a way where you don't pay any interest and you just kind of pay it back to kind of build that credit, then you may be uh, using in a way where a lot of a lot of people use it, where you 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 know you charge you, you uh, charge the credit card and you just kind of pay back the minimum balance, right? So I've talked about this before. You should never just pay the minimum balance because and, and credit card company they 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 would love for you to pay the minimum balance, right? Let's say you have a balance of $100, right, or whatever, $100. The minimum payment may be maybe $10, right? And you're thinking, oh, cool, I'll just pay, go ahead and pay the $10, and you're good to go. You know, that's the $10 for the month. That's all they needed me to pay. I'm going to go ahead and pay that minimum payment, right? Now, what it get you is that interest, right? Interest is the cost of borrowing money. So whenever you swipe a card, you're basically borrowing money, okay? And you don't want to pay that interest, right? And and you also do not want to incur a late fee, right? So you have late fee penalties, and that can just kind of bring you back some more, right? So I'm not telling you this to kind of to kind of um, shield you away from credit cards, right? Credit cards, if used correctly, can be a great tool for you, right? I'm not I'm not exactly of the thought of that credit card. You should never use them, right? What you should do is learn about how credit card companies work, learn about what credit is so that you can use it to your advantage, right? So you can use it in a smart way, in a way that's dominating your dollar, okay? So again, I'm not trying to say all debt is bad, all credit cards are bad, right? There's a way you can use it so that you can can benefit from it. You know, there are some credit cards that have rewards programs on it, right? I, I, don't, I don't know if they're hugely beneficial, but it's something that you may want to explore. You know what I mean? So that is one way you can, you can. that's another way you can see if you are uh, living beyond your means. All right, number three. Number three is you are not saving, right? Again, any per- personal finance guru would tell you that you need to save. Saving is very essential, right? I don't, I mean, it could be, you could be saving for a rainy day. You could be saving for, you know, just to kind of create that buffer. So you're not living paycheck to paycheck, right? You could be saving for that as well. But if you are not, if you don't have anything in your saving, or you don't have a plan to save. It is very, very likely you are living beyond your means, right? You are living, you are, you are making expenses that you can probably cut out to put that money uh, and, and save it right now when when you when you're doing your budget right that's when you can really spot where where you can kind of cut out some of those expenses right so if if chances are you're not saving you're spending money you're spending unnecessary money right in in some area in some area there's something there's something that you can cut out um that you can kind of uh recoup that money right so uh, we have we have our always we always have our essential expenses, right? So I'm I'm obviously not telling you to cut out the essential expenses: your food, your clothes, your water, um, your phone, all those things. Uh, you know, phone is debatable for some people, but <laughs> you know, these are all your ex- essential uh, expenses, right? I'm not telling you to cut those off. I'm telling you to look at your budget and really look at some of those discretionary expenses that you don't really need, and start to say, okay. How can I be a little bit more creative about the things that I want, um, you know, and just seeing that if I really need to spend, if I really need to make this expense in the future, right? The more expenses you cut down, the more you can put into your savings account and the more you can put towards your emergency fund and things of that nature. So when big things actually come up, you know, when, 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 when that emergency comes, when that car breaks down, when you need four tires, right? When you when you need something, you had you've been you've been saving, you've been you've been creating the habit of saving for those past months. where you don't need to go to somebody else to hey, I'm in a pinch, can I borrow some money, right? Or you don't need to use that credit card, right? If you've been saving diligently, you'll be able to take care of anything that life throws at you, right? So you know, even, even if you have insurance, you have to pay that deductible before they can actually work on, on your, uh, on your vehicle, right? So, you know, it'd be smart to save, to have that deductible saved up already, right? If you have a $500 deductible, just have it saved up and that, and and that is in your account in case something happens, boom, you can pay that deductible and you can kind of go on with your life. You don't have to kind of you know, wait for that paycheck or wait for this paycheck. You can kind of create that 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 safety net for yourself, right? All right, number four. Number four to show that you are probably living beyond your means is you have paid an overdraft fee, <laughs> right? So we've all been there, right? Well, I paid an overdraft fee before, um, and and a lot of the time when I paid an overdraft fee is because of of lack of planning on my part <clears throat> Right Um I just didn't plan Correctly I just didn't Wasn't proactive enough to see Where my money was going throughout the month And I look into my account And boom there's that Overdraft fee right now Again it goes back to Looking at your essential Expenses um And your, your expenses That you don't really need right Um if you look at if you if when you, if you look at that month that you got that overdraft fee, and you look past, if you look at those expenses that you that you made, you know you and I both know that there are expenses that you could have cut out of it, right? And it really goes to either a lack of planning, making those impulse purchases, or anything like any anything of that nature, right? So if you have paid an overdraft fee at at some point, at that point in your life, you are probably living beyond your means. Okay, And number five, and this is the uh, final one for today, Um, number five is you're not, this is a a way to kind of see if you're you're really living beyond your Um, means, again, this is a sign, It's it's not just definite, you're not as honest about your money habits with other people, right? Now I'm not saying I'm not saying that you need to share every deep dark secret of your uh financial uh status to your friends or to anybody for that matter, but we know we know with social media that a lot of people are are, are dishonest out here, right A lot of people on social media show the highlight reel of their life right they might show the newest fashion, the newest car, the newest house right. And you see all these things, and you kind of think to yourself, "Okay, I need to show that I'm not struggling out here, <laughs> right? I need to, I you're afraid you're afraid that your friends will judge you, right? So if you have this thought in your mind that you're, or, or you know, you're you're uh, you're not you're not as open uh, about your financial situation to to other people, chances are you are living beyond your means because. If you don't feel like you are making a mistake, um, you'll you you'll you'll be more open to kind of share um, what's going on with with your financial life. And this show, with this show, I'm trying to get people to kind of get out that shell, to kind of start sharing their mistakes, so we can all learn from each other, right? Because I, I again, I don't think we're gonna get anywhere as far as um, really taking control of our money if we don't if we're not actively talking about it I've always preached this that we need to start really having real conversations about our money right um and I know a lot of people even through that facade that they they try to portray a lot of people are struggling out here you know what I mean the stats show that a lot of people out here are living paycheck to paycheck Right? a lot of people don't have enough money in their retirement saved up right there are a lot of people that were living that way Yet every time you, you open your, your Facebook or your Instagram, you see people living large, right? And you might be one of those people that, you know, want to show uh, one, one side of, of, of your life, but not the actual side where you are, you know, each month you're thinking about, you know, how you can make it to the next paycheck, right? Each month you're stressing about that bill. That's coming up. That you're student loan. You're stressing about that. You know what I mean? So. You know. And and there's a lot. There there is going to be some pain. Associated with really facing that reality. Right. But. Really doing the work. To kind of. Understand that. To be honest with ourselves. And understand. That's the type of life that we're living. is going to pay dividends in the end. You're going to see the result in the end. Where we can put in the work to really, I right, let's be honest with myself, where am I lacking? Where am I, um, where can I improve on so I can stop living beyond my means? Um, then you can really start to, uh, see that and you can really start to dominate your dollar, right? So those are my five, um, five ways you can kind of see that you may be living beyond your means. So, uh, here, here it goes again, just to kind of review. Number one, you don't have a budget, right? Number two, you have, cre- you have a credit card balance. Number three, you're not saving, whether it's for emergency fund or just savings, period. Number four, you have uh, incurred an overdraft fee. And number three, you don't share the details of your money habits to your friends, right? You're not as honest about your uh, financial history, um, you know, uh, with your financial history. So those are five signs that you might be living beyond your means, okay? So... Please, if you if, if you enjoy this episode again, share it with your friend. Um, if you know somebody who might be struggling with with uh, living beyond their means, hey, send them this episode. Right. Hopefully, this this kind of springs them into action, um, and and you can um, start to uh, you know see a different way of living and a different uh, my different way of thinking about money. Okay. All right, you guys. Um, you guys have a great week.